I'm Ryan. I'm a science teacher. I'm Cheryl, and I slept through science. Each episode, we'll tackle a science question you may have learned in school, but can't quite remember or fully explain. And I'll take the risk of asking the dumb questions so that we can all understand the science we slept through. The bell has rung. Let's get started. Welcome to Lesson 40. We are still in our houseplants unit, and it's all about Cheryl's houseplants. So Cheryl, what question do you have about your houseplants this week? Well, Ryan, I really thought we'd covered everything there was to talk about with my houseplants. Did you know? Absolutely everything. We covered all of the science that could be discussed behind Uh my houseplants. And then this weekend, Mm -hmm. Um, my husband was doing one of his favorite hobbies, which was working on his fish tank. He has, he has a fish tank and then my stepson has a fish tank. So there's Uh two fish tanks in our home. Okay. And he has like logs for fish to like hide behind and rocks. And like, he like works really hard on like the ecosystem in it and everything. uh And one thing he was doing was trimming the plants the live plants in our fish tank. And I was like, okay, oh, we have house plants I didn't even think about that are underwater. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking about that and everything that you've taught me about house plants and how they need sunlight and water and oxygen, but not too much water and not too much or too little, sun, all these different things we had learned. And I was thinking, how are these plants? in this tank even surviving underwater what are they doing there what's their deal what's their deal yeah (laughs) (laughs) so that's this week's question what's their deal yes yeah (laughs) what's the deal with aquatic plants what's the deal with aquatic plants Mm -hmm. all right well let's just start with what you already know is a pre-assessment okay why do you think that it's weird for plants to be living in the water because we talked all about overwatering okay and how it drowns the plant what drowns the plant overwatering or okay. underwatering okay well underwatering doesn't drown the plant but like okay it prevents them getting oxygen essentially okay so like if i took one of my house plants and just like threw it in this fish tank I think it would die. Okay. Because it'd be a lot of overwatering. Mm-hmm. So then these other plants are just like fine with that or okay. I mean, actually thrive on being like immersed in water all the time. Okay. So that's just feels inconsistent to me with what I know about roots now. Okay. Sure. And then I'm assuming they still get sunlight because obviously like the water can shine, the light can shine through the water. So they're still getting light and we all know that that's very important. Mm -hmm. I'm also assuming if there's plants that live further down that they just need less light than plants that live near the surface would be my guess. Um, But they don't have any soil. And I keep referring to these little things as roots on them. And then my husband tells me they're actually ribosomes, ribosomes, something. It's not really roots, but it's like roots. It like does the same thing as roots, but they're not in soil. Some of these aquatic plants could just 
float in the water and live their life and be happy. So they don't even need any soil. And then it sounds like maybe some of them just use their roots just to like attach to something and stay in place. Mm-hmm. But it means that they're not soaking up any nutrients that would be in soil because there isn't any soil. Okay. So then they must be getting nutrients some other way. But they're just in salt water. Is that really all the nutrients they need? Okay. Do you remember? We only did this once and it was only part of a lesson. When we talk about nutrients, do you remember what those are? are what that actually means well there were a couple main ones there were like Mm -hmm. three main ones Mm -hmm. i feel like one of them was nitrogen okay and one was maybe iron or iron was one we listed and then said it was a lesser one i don't remember okay there was one we listed and then we're like that's not one of the main three but it is still a thing yep and that was iron yep okay (laughs) yep and then there were two others uh-huh that one and one of them like they did different things like one of them made them successfully move the water around okay. the whole plant mm-hmm. and they yeah they did like different things one of them made it stronger maybe okay i use the word stronger and then you told me what it actually does and i was like yeah that's stronger i feel like i feel like that <laughs> happened We'll go back and listen. Oh. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so you think that those are not accessible to plants that are underwater? Well, I mean, they have H and O underwater. <laughs> they have hydrogen and oxygen uh-huh. because of water. Okay. So I'm assuming they get it like a fish gets it no they don't have gills they probably get it like any other plant gets it through the roots but some of them barely have any roots so are they just absorbing it through their leaves or do they have a part of their little bodies that they absorb the water through and i'm assuming that's what gives them hydrogen and oxygen but like are they getting it through things like fish poop Oh, I mean, now that I think about it, my husband did say that like the plants are good for the fish, like it makes the tank healthier for the fish. And then also I think the fish are good for the plants, maybe because of their poop. It might be related. Okay. Because animal poop is good for plants. So then maybe they just get it through like other things happening in the tank. But then if they weren't in a fish tank, if they were just in a container of water and only plants, would they survive at all? Or or they just like be less healthy than if there was like living things? We also have snails and shrimp in our, I'm just gonna show you a picture. Here we go. Okay. This is a little thing. If you're not watching our YouTube, hop on over there. Yep. We got. Because we have pictures a lot during this unit, and Cheryl has all sorts of pictures of my house plants. So here's our tank. Oh, very nice. Yeah, and you can see there's like two really pretty rocks, three mm-hmm. rocks, and then these big pieces of wood, mm-hmm. which the plucky likes a lot. Everybody likes the wood. The snails lay their little eggs in the wood that won't hatch. Um, <laughs> 
That's a mystery snail. It's one of my favorites. I named that one Ariel because she likes to be near, near the surface a lot. When you say mystery um, snail, is that the species of, of snail. snail? Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. that's the species. Um, but you can see we have this grass here. Mm -hmm. And then we have this plant here. Mm -hmm. And then we just bought another plant that's in like this section called wisteria. Okay. And then we have okay. this one here. Now, if you wanted to know their names, we would need to get Daryl in here because... <laughs> I don't remember most of them. And then we have this one in the front. And then we have this one, which right before we recorded, Daryl walked in and held up like two feet of this. Yeah. This is hornwort. And it's grown like across over here and stuff. So it's like taken yeah. off. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six. I think we have about seven different plants. Types of plants seen... or just different individual organisms? Types okay. of plants and okay. many more than that. Um, as far as organisms go, this guy here, you can see the little like root, not root. It goes all oh. underneath. So the log. plant itself almost looks like, like individual, each leaf almost looks like a piece of lettuce, but it doesn't look like a lettuce plant. <laughs> and it looks like it's coming out of the log. Yeah. And then it must be going around behind the part of the log that we can't see. And these little tendrils are kind yeah. of coming around and wrapping. It looks like they're actually like almost grasping, wrapping around yeah. another part of the log. Oh, you got all sorts of pictures. I have all sorts of pictures. Oh, there you can see the tendrils even more. This is a picture I took of four snails, oh, uh -huh. but really you can also see that plant quite well. <laughs> yeah, and I can also see that each of the tendrils has little tiny, even smaller tendrils coming out almost perpendicular to the main path i guess of the tendril main arm yeah main tend like, of the tendril like a tree with branches kind of yeah yeah um where else are my plants oh there's more of those tendrils apparently i like taking pictures of that part of the tank apparently because cute little fish hide down there oh this one too we have this you see these big like leafy mm -hmm. guys that's a fun one really flat leaves yeah. Because some of the other ones look like almost like little bushy, bushy. Yeah. little mini bushy tree like things. Here's a shrimp. This is a ghost shrimp. Oh. But you can see all these plants. He's near. Yeah. Yep. And he looks creepy and funny. Well, yeah. he, you just think he's creepy because he's clear and you can see inside him. Well, also look at his eyes staring right at you. I mean, that's, that's what funny. most eyes do. <laughs> but sure, it's creepy. head most eyes are connected to your head no off of his head like oh like on little... the little stalks that are poking yeah and then the eyeballs like right on the end of it it's okay, so funny I see. Okay. There, we have a lot of little funny animals in there okay. that's great anyway there's my show and tell for oh, thank day. you thank you all right so is there anything else you feel like you know about aquatic plants and either what makes them able to live or what makes it not makes sense for why they can live underwater i feel like i said everything i had to say okay yeah <laughs> we will we will use that to move forward okay. then well there's a lot going on here cheryl so there's a lot for us to talk about are you ready yes okay first of all you remembered a lot of really good things from some previous lessons oh my gosh yay yay it's That's almost exciting. like you're learning Oh my gosh, so close to learning. <laughs> so close. 
Overwatering plants does tend to drown them because mm-hmm. it prevents them from being able to absorb oxygen in the roots. Yep. Right? You talked about mm-hmm. that. That is true. Okay. Which means your question makes a lot of sense. Well, then how does it work for plants when they're underwater the whole time? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. The second thing we <laughs> talked about. <laughs> do you like, isn't that fun when a teacher says, yeah, 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 we'll get there. Oh, such a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. The second thing you mentioned was that they still have access to sunlight, but the farther down they are, the less sunlight there is. And that is completely true, which is why you tend not to see aquatic plants very deep. If you think about, you know, whenever you see the, like the deep ocean things, when they go down to the bottom of the ocean, like out in the middle of the ocean, and it's just barren, there's almost nothing there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Including pretty much no plants. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So you're right. And that's why in relatively shallow water, when the light can still filter down, that's where you can still see plants. Thinking mm-hmm. in the ocean. Also think of things like lakes or even rivers. There can be aquatic plants. And not all aquatic plants are submerged entirely either. Mm. If you think about it. Think of like lilies and lily pads. Mm-hmm right? Yeah. They have parts that actually are up at the top of the water and they have nice big flat leaves. That's what the lily pad is to be able to absorb that sunlight more effectively. Yeah, totally. So those are things. And then you talked about there being no soil and that depends. Some aquatic plants, in fact, don't really need soil. And then their roots, just like you mentioned, act more as an anchor Yeah. To hold them to whatever, we call it a substrate, but whatever the thing is that they're trying to attach to. Okay. And you also mentioned that part of that you thought was because maybe they can absorb things from the water through their leaves. And you were right. Really? Yes. Cool. Most leaves, terrestrial, like on land, have sort of a coating. It's called the cuticle that's kind of Mm. on the outside that helps prevent water from just leaving the plant. Because if it's in a really hot environment, oftentimes the water can just kind of evaporate out of the leaves. Think of like, if you have a succulent, they're usually very waxy on the outside. Yeah. It's kind of like an extra thick cuticle to help prevent the water from just evaporating out of the leaves. Well, if you live underwater all the time, you don't need to worry about that. Oh, that's a good point. That means that those plants, aquatic plants, their leaves usually are a lot thinner and don't have that outer coating so they can more easily absorb things through them. Oh, cool. I mean, it works well for them. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some aquatic plants that do actually need soil for the reason that you mentioned. They're absorbing nutrients through the soil. And you remembered nitrogen and iron which are two of them. The other two, which when you hear them, you're like, oh yeah, I remember. Phosphorus. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh And (laughs) potassium. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a whole bunch of others that they need smaller amounts of and things, right? And I mean, we kind of moved over oxygen. We kind of skipped over that one. How do you think aquatic plants get oxygen? I already told you earlier. Tell me again. From the O and H2O. Oh, I see. Yes. That's actually not where they get the oxygen. What? 
Mm-mm. Where do they get it from? There is oxygen dissolved in the water itself, the same way that fish do with their gills. But isn't that what the O is in H2O? No, H2O, that's a molecule. That's, oh, look, I even have one right here. Oh my gosh, of course you do. Of course I do. You remember this little guy? <laughs> yeah, remember? little Mickey Mouse popcorn Little Mickey ball. Mouse, right? Yeah. It's all connected. Okay. Okay. Whereas, and this is not going to work as well because I don't have the things that join them together. Oxygen is actually O2, which is two oxygens that are connected to each other. Okay. H2O is two hydrogens connected to one oxygen. Oh, in okay. order, in order for to get the usable oxygen from a water molecule, you have to break the bonds between the hydrogens and the oxygens. And you have to, you have to use energy to do that. Oh. They don't just like, I can't just take whatever I want from it. Think of like, it's not exactly the same thing, but think about when you eat food, you have to digest the food, break it down into smaller pieces for your yeah. body to absorb it. You can't just take uh, whatever, pick a food. Spaghetti. Spaghetti, rub it on your arms, and then it just absorbs <laughs> into your skin. Look, I'm so I got happy all the spaghetti. I said spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> right? You can't, yeah. you, you, the reason you have to digest is to break it down into smaller parts. Okay. It's not exactly the same thing, but it's similar where you can't just take the water. Water is its own thing, and there is oxygen in it. But if you need the oxygen, you actually will use O2. That's just oxygen. Oh, so that's why. So we have something in both of our tanks that produces little bubbles that mm-hmm. go up through the water. And yes. you're always telling me it's good for like the fish and everybody yes. because mm-hmm. he's putting more air. Exactly. In it the is. Water. But yes. And the biggest part is the oxygen. Yeah, it's what we say is it's oxygenating the water. Oh, yeah. It's the same reason why if you have a like a pond or something that is really stagnant. Yeah. There's not a lot of movement. It doesn't have like a river or a stream running into it or out of it. It's just kind of stagnant. Typically, there's not a lot of stuff that's living there. And if it is, it tends to smell really bad because things are like rotting and coming apart because there isn't that oxygen circulating through to allow a lot of things to actually live other than really small like bacteria and archaea and things. I totally thought that gills were just like pulling the oxygen out of the water molecules. Yeah. Mm -mm. No, they're pulling the actual O2 molecules out of the water. Think about a carbonated carbonated beverage. Yeah. Right? That's carbon dioxide, CO2, that's dissolved into the liquid. Oh. Right? Okay, yeah. And yeah. some of it, you know, if you, you know, take a can of pop or LaCroix or whatever and you right? And that's mm-hmm. letting out some of that and there's bubbles that's coming out of the solution, but even before, like where is it coming from? It's already in the liquid. And the oxygen's there too. I know we're totally getting off track of aquatic plants, but this is no, how it works. No, that's fine. It's just <laughs> funny because that's like a future episode you and I have talked about doing too. <laughs> and it's connected to aquatic plants. Interesting. 
Okay. So that's how they get their oxygen. Yeah. The oxygen is dissolved in the water and then they absorb that through their leaves. And then the nutrients, the other nutrients, the nitrogen, the phosphorus, and the potassium, some, some aquatic plants will absorb that through their roots and others will absorb it just through what's around them, which is a little bit more challenging. But again, it depends on the plant and the environment that they're in. You also referenced fish poop. Yeah. And that we use manure as a fertilizer. It's because there tends to be, especially the phosphorus and the potassium in the, the waste products that's left over. And so, yes, fish poop in the water, eventually it'll break down into smaller bits and some of those aquatic plants can absorb those. So that's part of why they help keep the plant, the tank cleaner. Yes. That's why it's they help. They're actually yep. using the poop. Yes. For good things. And it's, Less yep. of it would be just sitting there. Mm -hmm. They're absorbing yeah. parts of it, not all of it, but parts yeah. of it. Also, your aquatic plants are producing oxygen through yeah. photosynthesis. And so they're also oxygenating the water in addition to the bubbles. Cool. It's almost like you're creating a little mini ecosystem. Yeah, I know. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I think... Those were all of the key parts of what you talked about. Do you feel like there's any part of your question that we haven't quite addressed yet? No. That makes sense. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I guess that means we are ready for a quiz. Uh, I don't have any excuses today, so I guess here we are. <laughs> yes, here we are. Quiz. <laughs> Yay, I know you're so excited. <laughs> First question, why don't we see plants on the deep ocean floor? Because there's not enough sunlight down there. There's not really any sunlight. There's not really down any there. Sun. Yep. Which yeah. is definitely not enough. Yes. <laughs> Bonus question. We didn't directly say this. Why, if they don't have sunlight, what is it that they can't do? Photosynthesis. Hey, bonus <laughs> points for Cheryl. <laughs> Next question. What are two ways that aquatic plants can use their roots? As an anchor mm -hmm. or and or to absorb nutrients. Wonderful. And that leads us to question number three. What are the three primary nutrients that plants need? Nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium. Hey, way to go. Yay. It might stick. And now I've said it twice. So you have that. And repetition does help if you're oh, trying to remember something. 100%. Yep. <laughs> okay. Next question. Not all aquatic plants need soil. For those that don't, how do they get their nutrients? They absorb it through their leaves. There you go. Nice. Out of the water through their leaves. And finally, where do aquatic plants get their oxygen? And as a side answer, where do they not get it from? <laughs> well, they don't get it from the air, like being out in the air. True. Because <laughs> they're not there. They also don't get it from the O and H2O because they would have to do some complicated science that they don't know. <laughs> Fair. To, okay. To break down molecules. 
-hmm. but they get it from the oxygen that is dissolved in the water. Exactly. Very nice. Look at that. Look at all those wonderful things that you learned this week, Cheryl. Yay. Do you feel accomplished? I do. I feel like I understand my other house plants better now. Your your surprise house plants that you didn't even remember you had. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, why don't you go ahead and pack up your stuff and get ready for my closing remarks. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I Slept Through Science or on Twitter at Slept Science. If you have dumb science questions like I do, please send them to us. You can email us at ISleptThroughScience at gmail.com, or you can even send us a voice memo and we'll play it on the podcast. Please rate and review our podcast to tell other people what you think about it. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and share about our podcast on social media. Thank you to Beth Reed Miller for the artwork. You can check out more of Beth's artwork at Beth is Something. Okay, great. Thanks. Bye. Ah! The bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you.